grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey everybody, how's everyone doing? I hope you had a great weekend. Today is Monday, first first day of the week. I know, it's hard. Just count those days down because before you know it, it's going to be Friday again. Anyway, my name is Charlotte and I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, which means should you have a paranormal problem, we can get you. It might take us a couple days, but we definitely can get out to you. Reason being, it takes a couple of days is because you know, when people think of California, they think it's all beaches. It's kind of like Hawaii. You know, you think of Hawaii, you think of hulas and music and beaches. A lot of people think of that California that way, but we're not. We are a very, very varied state when it comes to terrain. We have beaches. We also have deserts. We have high deserts. We have a lot of farming areas, uh, you know, and mountains. And so it's... Yeah, it's a big state. So normally, even though I have people in those particular areas, it might take, like I said, a couple of days to get to you. But don't despair. If it comes down to uh, trying to get to you, we do have psychics and mediums on staff who can call and consult with you, if that helps. You know, and in most cases, they, you know, if there, if there is something going on, let me boost my mat again a little bit here, guys. If there is something going on, they can pretty much uh, calm it down before we get out there. So, uh, that's how we do it, but we will get to you. I think it's two or three days. All right, that being said, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're watching from Facebook today and you like what you see, please be sure to follow it if you haven't done so already. Also, while you're watching from Facebook and you like what you see, show me some love. Show me some thumbs up. Show me some hearts. Show me some smiley faces. And uh, do comment because what that does is it uh, puts us up higher in the FYP and then Facebook this. You know, we'll distribute this out to more people. Same thing with YouTube. If you're watching from YouTube, um, please be sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already, if you like what you hear. And again, same process. Comments, happy faces, hearts, thumbs up, whatever. And it puts this up higher in the FYP with YouTube as well. All right? Just like t TikTok's the same way. They all, they all operate the same way. So the more feedback we get, the, the better it is for us in the end. Anyhow. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube page, like I said, please do. We have 681 videos sitting over on YouTube, all of this show. And uh, all kinds of topics. I'm a journalist, photojournalist. I hate covering just ghost stuff. I hate to say it. I enjoy the ghost stuff, but I like to change it up, right? Because that's the reporter in me. So uh, if you go over there and check us out, you'll see that there's all kinds of varying topics. The other thing I, excuse me, the other thing I, I did was when I used to go over there to look for, like, guests that had been on before and uh when you when you open the initial page on 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 youtube it's like you get hit with all 600 videos it's just crazy you know you're looking through trying to pick and choose what you want so it gives me migraines it probably gives you migraines so what i did was i have started i'm almost done categorizing these things and so now you can go in by folder and topic like if you're into alien abductions and things like that there's a folder for that if you're into like news stuff, kind of like newsy stories like we're doing today, 
there's a folder for that. If you're in the Nancy Maths on Fridays, there's a folder for that. So I'm putting everything under categories. And there's about, I think there are about 15 categories right now sitting over there. It's going to take me a while to get every you know, get it all categorized, but we'll do it. Okay. So that being said, if you're watching again, you know, from YouTube and Facebook and all that, show me some love, give me some thumbs up. Uh, we're also broadcasting on Twi well, Twitter and then and then TikTok. All right. So you can find us under California Haunts on Facebook, California Haunts Radio on Facebook, California Haunts on Twitter, Cal Haunts on Twitch, California Haunts on TikTok, and you can also find us on Instagram under Ghosty Gal, and that's all lowercase. Okay. That's it. That was announcements. That being said, my guest today, Oliver Martin Cass, is an author, and he's got some unique stories to tell about survival. Um, I've heard stories like this, too. People falling out of airplanes with, with, with no parachute, and somehow they managed to survive. Well, he's written a book about 10 of these kind of survival stories. So we're going to get to know him and talk about some of these stories. Okay? So without further ado, let me bring him in. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. It's a frosty morning here in New Zealand. Uh, I wish I could be there in California. This, <laughs> I don't mind if it's a high desert at the moment, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, below 10 degrees. I think um, we're probably in the single digits at the moment, but it's uh, 6 a.m. here. Um, so good, um, good morning to everyone there, <laughs> or to <laughs> good, good evening, good afternoon to wherever else you're listening from. Absolutely. So that's right. You guys are in winter right now, huh? Yes, absolutely. So winter, uh, Christmas in July, as they say, or yeah. August now. Um, so it's, uh, uh, yeah, uh, way below the um, uh, Southern Hemisphere. So, um, yep, uh, when they say it in the song, sometimes it's, uh, sometimes it's not, sometimes <laughs> it snows down in June. It's very true here. <laughs> <laughs> And you've got, you know, you've got similar terrain as we do, because you've got your beaches and you've got your mountains and you've got your desert areas. Yes, that's absolutely true. So um, not much of the desert areas, though, um, but we do have um, um, terrains that um, resemble deserts, mountains a few hours away, beaches just a few minutes away as well. Mm -hmm. So it uh, seems like we're all around. So it's a good, it's a good place to be. Absolutely. I have to admit, I've got... I, I'm on my fifth Australian Kelpie. Already? Oh, good. Yeah. I, love the, I love the dog breed, and you know, this is just a, want to add that in. I mean, I've had Australian Kelpies for years, and uh, wouldn't want it any other way. I love it. I, I know they're not from New Zealand, but I'm just saying, you guys, you know, it goes back and forth. Um, tell me about you, sir. Um, so, um, full disclosure, uh, Oliver Martin Cass is my uh, uh, pen name. So, my real name is Chris. And I am a registered nurse here in New Zealand. Um, I do write um, um, books. I've published um, um, two books now. Um, I have a third one um, on the way. Um, and I do write about uh, survivors um, um, of, of, of disasters. Uh, it stemmed from my own experience um, when I was, um, I was a child. My, my dad, who I wrote about in my second book, um, who is a mariner, and um, he had his own um, um, close encounter of um, um, over the sinking ship. So um, his uh, the cargo ship. He was a captain of that ship at the time. as a fresh captain, and um, he um, uh, 
uh, it was a very old ship as well. Um, there was leaks, and so um, that leaks became really, really bad. And um, long story short, he he um, the ship sank. It was you know he was it, it was his very first uh, um, uh, encounter as a uh, oh he was he was just a fresh captain at the time was responsible for um, his entire crew. Um, um, Luckily, he um, he got rescued and survived, but spent hours and hours and hours in, in the water. Um, um, they almost didn't make it because um, he had. Uh, there were only two lifeboats in the um, in the ship. One that they tried to um, to use got damaged during the when they were trying to um, um, lower it down. Yeah. Then they used the second one. Spent hours with you know uh, eight meter waves during that time, and and. Uh, yeah, luckily he was uh, he was rescued, and that's just stayed with me for for you know for uh, many 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 years now. And um, um, the writing part actually um, um, came about just very recently when I was um, um, exposed to some coaching groups about uh, um, self publishing. I said, oh, I could probably uh, do this, um, um, you know, to this as a side hustle as well. So I enrolled in Amazon's KDP and. Um, through the coaching group, I was able to find um, um, this niche, this uh, survival niche. And um, I thought I wouldn't start with a story about my dad first, but I do want to find out. Um, um, initially, I wanted to do one story um, um, of, of, of uh, plane crash survivors because that's always very interesting. I've always been interested about um, 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 planes and aircraft. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not an aeronautic expert. Um, I do like... Um, 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 planes in general. I do play um, uh, um, uh, my, uh, flight simulators and all that. So I've been, I've been, and I do watch um, um, air crash, uh, air crash investigations or Mayday um, that series. So um, I'm very interested with with how planes um, um, perform during crashes. Why do they crash? What happens during if there were people that survive? What happened to them in their lives as well? So. Yeah, that's what got me started, and uh, I, I thought initially of just doing one story, but um, I said there's just too many, <laughs> just too many really wonderful stories, and um, um, yeah, uh, um, that's why um, my first book came out, um, the day they fell from the sky. So um, yeah, a collection of really, really wonderful um, stories of of soul survivors. So it's very interesting this book because it's, uh, um, I, I mean. Uh, there are statistically very few that survive plane crashes, mm -hmm. very few that survive it on their own um, um, on their on that plane. So, like mm -hmm. all of these ten stories, um, they're lone survivors, so they just survive mm -hmm. just by themselves. So, yeah, so that's that's what what we're talking about today. Was it difficult to research all that? It was. It was. Um, I did have uh, a ghostwriter that I had um, 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 help me with it as well, um, just because I'm, I'm a very newbie writer. Um, I do I do like researching, and I do I'm uh, I, I really loved to uh, delve deep into those stories. It's just molding all them together. Mm -hmm. So um, um, during the creative process, I was um, um, I was really um, I wanted this to be told that way as accurately as possible because I didn't have a chance to interview um, um, these um, um, survivors, unfortunately. Um, but uh, uh, but looking into these stories, I do want to um, um, I do want to showcase those sort of what their lives 
uh, where before, um, 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 especially during that crash as well, what were the causes? What were the possible reasons why they survived? Why them? What's what's um, um, what set them apart from the others that um, right. um, gave them that um, survival um, ability? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Were you able to contact? Well, obviously, you were able to contact these people. How receptive were they to you writing a book about it? Um, no, actually, uh, to be honest, I haven't been able to contact them. Um, okay. What I did was just uh, 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 I gathered the stories that I did like online. Um, so oh. most of them were were from from news articles, um, uh, documentary videos. So um, uh, basically, there was um, there was. Uh, actually, a um, uh, a documentary, Soul Survivor, for ex- that features all of all of the well, most of them actually. Um, I'm together. Majority of the stories that were um, uh, the individuals that were um, in my book were in that one whole sort of story, and and um, yeah, through online research, um, um, and and back and forth with my ghostwriter. So I did um, I did compile them all in one as well, and that's what I've been doing for for majority of my other books for my future uh books and i do um and i've been trying to um i'm uh finding out ways and how to actually um talk to survivors so um we've had um i'm working on um, a future project when i'm gonna um uh try and see if i can get uh um, stories of survival from others that were um in a volcanic eruption um Mm -hmm. um, new zealand's a very volcanic active country and we've had the um, white island eruption um, just a few years ago and there were quite many survivors during that time so um, um, that will be probably my first time to um, uh, um, to actually uh, get their stories and get their perspectives on it interesting so is there a particular story that sticks out in your mind yes actually the uh, the first one that I actually wanted to write as a like a, as a biography type, is uh, um, is Vesna Vulovic. Uh, so she was the Serbian um, um, air uh, air crew, um, um, so a flight stewardess um, that survived um, having been fall. Uh, so she was uh, um, she was dubbed the in, uh, the Guinness World Record holder for the person uh, the only person to have survived falling from um, ten thousand meters or thirty three thousand three hundred thirty three feet. So um, she was the first one that uh, um, that I have encountered with. I read her story um, I'm online um, and gathered so many some some of her interviews and and all that. It's very very interesting. So um, how she managed to survive that, the conspiracy theories behind it. So um, yeah, um, 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 she 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 really got stuck with the uh, um, um, with my overall theme of the book. So I discussed about survivor's guilt in that book as well, and mm-hmm. uh, many of these. Uh, survivors suffered survivors guilt and she was one of them who who actually um, 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 um who suffered around that throughout her life actually mm-hmm. so how does one fall out of an airplane at 3000 feet so uh, it was said that the uh, there was a bomb that exploded um, um, um and it wasn't exactly known as to who um, 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 um had put it there um mm-hmm. Still, the investigation uh, didn't really conclusively say who it was. Um, it was during that time that it was um, there, there was still some tensions. Um, um, it, so the plane flew over Ch- uh, um, Yugoslavia, Czechoslovakia at that time. Um, 
now Czech Republic. Um, there was conspiracy theories that it was shot down um, right. by um, um, military um, um, anti-aircraft artillery, mm-hmm. um, um, but it was actually proven otherwise. And it, and they said that all the evidence points out that it was um, it fell from from cruising altitude, which is thirty three thousand feet, and that's higher than um, on the peak of Mount Everest, because Mount uh, Everest is okay. twenty nine thousand feet. Um, so cruising altitude for that plane was thirty three thousand, and 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 all of a sudden Vesna was just doing her own thing. I mean, she wasn't strapped to her seat or anything right. like that. Um, 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 bomb exploded, the cargo hold, and and that sent the plane plummeting from the sky. She was trapped um, 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 at the back of the plane, pinned down on a food cart or like a food mm-hmm. trolley, uh, sort of a um, food storage um, facility. And, and, and that they said could have contributed to her um, surviving just mm-hmm. sort of like you're, you're, you're um, falling from the sky, you're riding debris um, um, and you're not sort of, you're probably, she was, um, you know, like um, I'm, I'm like with this, with um, um, factors that affected the, the survivors. Sometimes mm-hmm. we don't know if it's luck, if it's just being in the right place at the right time. And she was probably in the right place at the right time. Um, so she, she, so she surfed sort of, whilst falling down the air um, and that being trapped in that debris and she fell into some thick snow as well so um, oh. it was said that probably um, she also um, survived because of the impact on 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 the snow um, yeah. um, basically and another thing as well um, I'm probably in a very you know uh, I don't know <laughs> uh, uh, if it's if it's uh, uh, if it's down to luck as well, um, she had low blood pressure. She was found to have low blood pressure, and um, uh, she actually shouldn't have been allowed to uh, um, to work with you know with medical issues like that. Um, um, but uh, apparently, she she managed to by you know, drinking. You know, she she uh, uh, during the test, it, it was found out that she was uh, she drank coffee. She you know, she ate and uh, um, elevated her blood pressure. She thinks she did just to elevate her blood pressure. And then, but that, I mean, that she didn't sustain that lifestyle. Um, her blood pressure remained low. And they said that, um, you know, when, when you um, uh, uh, suffer an impact um, from accidents, car accidents or plane accidents or things like that, what happened to Vesna was um, her heart didn't explode on impact because if you had had normal blood pressure, um, I'm for sure, pretty sure your heart would have um, 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 been such tremendous trauma um, um, your, your blood vessels constrict and everything, and then you're, it's just gonna it's just gonna burst. Right. But with her low blood pressure, it contributed that it didn't cause too much pressure in her heart, impact her impact injuries and all that, and that may have contributed to her survival too. So you know she was um, she was very very lucky. We don't know if it's divine providence, whatever you call it. So right right right. Yeah. So that was um, that was a very interesting story and you um, guys should, should check it out as well if you read my book <laughs> I can't imagine you know being on a plane like that and then something like that happens I can't because you know, I try you know, like as you're talking I'm trying to get a picture of this in my head and it's just it's beyond my comprehension to think that somebody could survive a fall like that when I was a newspaper reporter on Woodland California they had a, a couple airfields like midway through the county and you'd hear these stories of these um, jumpers that had uh, the brother parachute didn't open. Yes, that's right, and that's very, very scary. 
you would imagine what would happen to those jumpers and 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 your parachute just malfunctions mm -hmm. uh, and falling through the sky like that um it's just unmanageable um, um but doesn't deter many people like me to to travel i suppose <laughs> My thing is cruise ships. I do not like deep water, and it bugs me. And so I will not go on a cruise ship. Just like Hawaii, I went diving with the sharks in the shark cage. <laughs> and all yeah. I could think about when I looked down and I thought, you know what? There's nothing below me. If, I, if this thing falls, I'm doomed. It's over. That's right. That's you right. Know? You're, so, out, you're in the mercy of the open sea. <laughs> it was fun, but on the other hand, you're, you know, you're, you're sitting there thinking about that stuff. You know, what yes, if? What if? What if? Um, your book is really interesting. I, I've read parts of it. It's a fascinating book. I love stuff like this. Like I said, I used to be a crime court reporter anyway, back in the old days. So this wow. kind of stuff really gets my attention. Um, when you talk about the survival tales, do the people, and I, I know you're finding this information online, but like, like, have any of these people really sat down to say, hey, I think I survived because of this, or, or do they just think it's plain luck? Do you think? Uh, some of them they, uh, do, um, but some of them um, are, are probably didn't know that it happened to them as well. There are some of the stories there that um, they just slept through it. Like uh, one of the journalists, um, um, her niece, his name was Nestor Mata, uh -huh. and he slept through the whole thing. And um, that they say was also a contributor to his um, um, his survival. He just uh -huh. didn't, his body wasn't tense. He didn't panic or there was just, he, was just, he didn't even have his... Um, um, seat belt on, <laughs> and um, and that's interesting because um, yeah, they, they just wake up, um, um, they just wake up, um, and um, uh, uh, didn't know what happened to them. Some of them forget them as well. Um, um, so yep, so majority of them um don't know. There was one survivor who was the co-pilot of 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 that um plane. Um, knew uh, well. Apparently, according to reports, he suffered some uh, memory loss. Oh, he was probably the one who's most alert to what was happening, and um, 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 and could have uh, said what the cause of it. But um, but like I said, like um, um, um Vesna, um, um, as well, um, did recall that there were that she that she heard a bomb explode. Um, that was very harrowing for her as well. Um. There was another one, the uh, the the seventeen year old boy. Um, he was chapter ten. Um, his name was George Lamson Jr. Um, and he still recalled in his interviews how the plane had veered off. Um, it was taking off from the the uh, Marino Airport and um, in Nevada, and he remembered how it was The takeoff was very unstable, and they just the the plane got lost control, and yeah, he remembered. Being um, being sucked out of the plane, really, and still in the seat, and landed on a highway just nearby. So, wow. yeah, that was um, that was only one of the few ones that had um, had some awareness of what was happening to them. And imagined I mean, he he did suffer some survival skit as well. Um, and why him? Why only him? His dad was right. with him. Uh, um, um, he, he didn't survive it. So, yeah. Uh, Well, you hear about these stories too, like oh, yeah, you were sorry. saying about how relaxed these people are. You know, you hear stories about somebody that that knows something's going to happen, or maybe they've been drinking or whatever. And especially these these people, like I said, that have been drinking. And I think that alcohol 
I'm not. I'm not endorsing alcohol, guys. I'm not. I'm not endorsing this. But you hear a lot of stories about people that are sloshed, <laughs> you know, and survive stuff because, like That's you say, the body is relaxed. Yes. Yep. And and that and that really creates that sort of um element of, um uh, of of you know being being lucky to survive as well is that um um how your body had um um had reacted to the impact because most of us um um we're seconds from 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 impact really is we're aware and our natural tendency is just to to tense up eh? um um and to brace up or or whatever that causes a lot of injuries that causes a lot of um 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 you know different different sort of um uh reactions to our body um you know and and for for some of these um um people like uh um like the children mm-hmm. they they were quite small um um they were probably susceptible to more um to, to survival because of of their size um um then again it's really really um, um hard to determine you know, oh, this is this is the proper way to survive next time. Or it's it's right. it's quite hard because it's it it comes down to um, it does come down to uh, um, statistical um, 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 uh, fortune and luck, um, mm-hmm. and like I said, being the right place at the right time. Um, possibly, you know, uh, the factors that you're 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 relaxed. Some of them, interestingly, were out. Like I've said, like were were didn't wear seat belts. And um, um, a lot of the passengers that um, that don't survive suffer from seatbelt seatbelt injuries as well, and and crushing injuries from 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 wearing their seatbelts. And the others were um, either uh, when you know during the during the the, uh, um, the fall or the impact, they were uh, tossed around the cabin. Some were pinned down seats, and that acted, and those seats were acted as cushion. I know they were, you know, all of them actually suffered tremendous amounts of injury. Um, um, but some of them were, uh, with some stroke of luck, um, um, how, uh, the reason that they survived because they were just flung into a situation that, or a, a position that helped cushion that fall. <laughs> right, so, right. Uh, and then not endorsing, um, um, also not wearing your seatbelts, absolutely wear your seatbelts because statistically, seatbelts save lives. Um, but with this rare circumstances, you'd be forced to think that, wow, how could that have been lucky? Maybe right. yeah. someone right. must be out there looking after them. <laughs> well, my question for you is because you mentioned earlier in the interview that you were looking these things up, you know, while you were getting some information from, from, from the World Wide Web and all this. How many stories do you think are out there? I mean, is there, are there a ton of stories like this out there or like a handful or? or How's that work? Not many, not many. So out of this ten, uh, so the own, uh, we could probably count that there was only fourteen people that had um survived their plane crashes. But so these are we're talking about sole survivors. Uh-huh. Um, um, there's not many, a handful of other people who have survived plane crashes. Um, it is said statistically that um, well, plane crash doesn't happen. That's why you're you're even safer on a plane than you are on your car. Because um, um, road road accidents, car accidents happen um, all the time. Um, plane crashes don't. Um, 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 aviation industry is safer. Um, um, you know, now it was than a decade ago or two mm-hmm. decades ago as well. So, um, and if you do, inc- uh, if people um, um, 
uh, become involved with a um, with a uh, uh, an airline disaster, um, there are a lot of other people that survive. There's people that um, um, there's this um, Ethiopian Airlines that uh, crashed. Uh, um, I think in the two thousands, um, they ditched at sea. Um, so um, um, out of the 175, like 50, I think, um, survived um, yeah. because of the circumstances that they they have. So you don't really hear some of these stories that have, oh, um, 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 there was a plane that had um, ne- had a near near fatal accident, but um, um, they all survived. Um, the the most famous one, I suppose, was the um, the, the Hudson River um, um, incident in New York um, when. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, the pilot had um, um, had been forced to do a water um, landing, and he became a hero. And um, a lot of uh, well, most of all of us so, uh, passengers survived without injuries. Mm-hmm. So um, that's very interesting as well. Um, so yeah, um, not many, not many stories out there um, as well. Um, that's why that's why when you survive a catastrophic event or even just any event. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 very special, um, um, and it's um, um, it does impact on their um, um, lives as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the negative aspect of it is the guilt, the guilt part. Almost all of the stories here today are uh, on the on the book is uh, have some survival's guilt because why them? Who chose them? Why? What's so special about them? And they should have died. And many of them say that they should have died as well. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about the guilt phase, uh, were, were you able to read into this? I mean, I, I can I can see feeling guilty. I mean, you survive as opposed to say the guy sitting in the seat next to you doesn't survive. Yes. So tell it. me about tell me a little bit more about that guilt phase that people go through. So um um it does happen um um for 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 these survivors um sometimes it's it's throughout their lives you you. Imagine yourself being the only one who survived. Um, um, some of them as well had more uh, intense survival skit because um, it could have been their fault as well. They think that it was their fault, um, especially the, the co-pilot, um, uh, James um, uh, Jim Polyhenke. Um, so he okay. thought that he uh, uh, he was he was quite depressed after all of that incident because um, um, it was also um, found out that his flight so basically what happened with his flight was um, um, they they thought that they were in the right runway uh, but with situational awareness and and everything that's been going through it was early morning there was only one um, there was only one person working in the um, control tower mm-hmm. um, um, directing them to the right runway and everything so they thought they were in the right runway but they were in a relatively very short runway uh, um, and and they 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 tried to take off um, in a short runway and and they thought oh there's there's no lights what's going what's going on it's yeah so they they just but still pushed through and um, eventually uh, they 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 were they hit at the end of the runway they um, they hit their plane and they crashed um, um, really right afterwards he was rescued amongst he was the only one rescued by the um, the rescue team. Out of all the passengers, his the captain um, um, didn't make it. The other crew huh. passengers didn't make it as well. And imagine yourself being the only ones to do that. And plus, 
you thought that you were probably the um, I'm, I'm one of the causes, I suppose. So that's what he was very depressed after that, um, um, and and suffered from survivor's guilt. Um, the Vesna, the the flight stewardess, was was also suffered with that as well because um, she gained some 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 fame um, um, in her native country, um, um, Yugoslavia, Serbia, at that time, and and she was always interviewed and she was always, oh, how did you survive? And, you know, you thought some of them really don't want to be in that limelight as well. Right, they right, didn't want right. to speak up. So, you know, you, you sort of, you just flung into this situation, didn't ask for it. Mm -hmm. um, um, some, some, some would probably say to you, oh, it's a blessing that you survive, but for them, it's, it's a curse that huh. you have to live throughout your life. It's, I, um, I didn't choose to be. I would have rather died with the others as well, and that would have kept my mind and my soul in peace. Mm -hmm. um, um, some of them, like the the, the toddler, um, um, who was also very interesting. Her name was Cecilia. Um, she gave her very first interview when she was already in her twenties. She was married, mm -hmm. and she opened up to that documentary, um, Full Survivor, and um, she uh, basically related her story and how she was. Um, um, well, she was she was found among the debris um um of you know it, it was in a uh, the plane crashed and and there was debris in the highway um um uh, and she was only found when she was moaning and crying um, um because of her injury she wasn't initially identified first but because of her uh, purple nail polish her <laughs> uh, relative was sort of oh that's that's her that's cecilia um and you know, Cecilia came with her brother and her parents at the time, who all didn't survive as well. So, imagine yourself a toddler growing up like that. So that's, <laughs> yeah. You'd sometimes you'd rather wish you'd been um, um, in there. Obviously, I can't speak on the survivors, but obviously that's what right. they they um 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 what they said um and and obviously felt as well. So, yeah. Man, my allergies are so bad. I can hardly keep my eyes open. They're burning so bad. Um, <laughs> that's if I my allergies, I my allergies are, are coming up to sort the cold. It's very yeah. frosty when I've just turned on the heater. <laughs> I might sneeze anytime too, so don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> I'm fascinated by you know by these books that you write because I mean there's always some kind of sur you know, survivor story out there. Do you think that? In the, I, I don't want to get too mystical on you or anything like that, but like we did, like you talked about earlier. Do you think that, that certain people survive because because there's a bigger picture plan for them, or is it just blind luck? Uh, that's an interesting question. Um, nobody really knows. But um, uh, like I've said, uh, statistically, it's already rare to survive uh, um, of a catastrophic disaster. Much more that you're the only one to survive <laughs> in that. And and that's why some of them are, are the miracle um, um, survivors. Like the first person in that book um her name was bahia bakari so she was dubbed the um I'm the miracle girl from um the, uh, the french girl so yeah um amongst all the um, um um the survivors on her plane crash who um um who had crashed at sea she was the one who probably had the consciousness to be able to swim towards a uh, plane debris and 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 she 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 floated with the uh, with the debris of that plane floating in the ocean and that's why she was found um, um alive uh, basically so uh, there must be something planned for them um you could say so um um because 
Yeah, why? Why would they? Um, and and the fact that many of them suffered catastrophic injuries to their bodies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them um, escaped unscathed. Uh, many of them had had some form of injury, and 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 somehow they they made through it. Uh, uh, if, especially even days in the jungle. Um, I'm like one of the um, um, survivors there as well. The two, so there's Annette Herfkins, and and there was one. Um, uh, uh, her name is uh, now actually forgot about her now. Um, um, uh, yeah. So basically, they they survived the jungle. Uh, um, some of them actually days and days and spent. Um, I'm, I'm in the jungle. Some of them had no survival skills. Oh, yeah. Her name was Julianne um, um, Kwepke, um, the 17-year-old um, 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 teenager um, um, who had survived in the jungle. Um, and she, her, her story was interesting because um, she had survival skills. Um, um, her parents were, um, um, I think one was, uh, was, was a botanist or something like that. And um, um, she, she had some familiar skills with with. With uh, um, with forests and jungles and all that, so that contributed to her um, um survival, um, um as well. So there's really no way to 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 see it. Um, um many of them did believe that there was uh, um um a higher um the divine providence or or a higher being that had um or God had had um helped them through it. Um and and I suppose some of them clung to. Um, the, the you know to their fates mm-hmm. as well that you know could keep you going for for a number of days um trying to survive trying to you know because you know that you're you're gonna be able to make it but um um yeah um, um luck being right uh, being at the right place at the right time that also plays into the factor there as well well you know there's countless stories too about people that are signed up to go on a flight or sign up to go on a boat or, or, or anything like that. And suddenly they get such a foreboding that they, they cancel. They don't want to go because they're, because they think something's going to happen. And in a lot of those cases, something does happen. Yep. Yep. So there's that um, um, intuition is in a day, kind of like the, um, 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 like a final destination sort of situation. Yeah, Although that doesn't yeah. happen all the time. I wasn't going to mention that today. I was being nice, but yeah. I, <laughs> I know I've been quite familiar with that as well, but now there are <laughs> there are definitely stories out there of of people that had um, not been able to because of of some some feelings. There was one in the um, in the story as well um, with um, Julianne um, Kwebke, the seventeen year old. Um, um, there was uh, there was supposed to be a famous like a filmmaker who, who was supposed to make it on that flight, but cancelled um, at the last minute. He couldn't make it. Um, um, so, uh, years down the track, he was very moved about how he was so close to uh, being able to make it in that flight and didn't survive. Mm-hmm. And then, so he made a documentary with Julianne uh, years later. Um, um, and she, um, um, was, was the center of that documentary, um, the girl who fell from the sky. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, so basically, um, uh, she made her own book too. So, uh, that sort of the coincidences that happen, even Vesna as well, like the 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 interesting uh, flight stewardess. Um, um, there was another Vesna that was supposed to come in, into that flight, but somehow with a with a, a miscommunication, so she was the 
the one that was rostered maybe on that on that flight, and then she was the Vesna that came into that flight <laughs> as well. So lucky for the other Vesna, yeah. The, you know that she. <laughs> so yeah, so we don't know. That's that's really really interesting. Um, um, uh, and and many of you know, like for me, like um, I'm a religious guy. I I do come from a religious um, family mm-hmm. and upbringing. Um, um, I do see that there's an element of it can't be just coincidence you know there's no. be this has to be some 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 higher forces working um um during all of these stories and mm-hmm. and 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 many of these individuals went up to you know to to promote causes of that they believe as well so along with survival guilt they also um um became um um they made something out of themselves um so you know they uh, it's very interesting they share these survival stories to inspire others as well so that could be their bigger uh, bigger plan absolutely um, yeah we were probably a final destination that as it's, it's not a funny movie i, I don't want to laugh no. about it but no. the, the coolest thing about final destination guys and you know if anybody's that's into horror movies the creative ways they kill people <laughs> That's Afterwards. right. That's right. So um, cool. and it's very uh, yeah yeah um um some of some of these um Hollywood movies do tend to dramatize the events. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean they 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 do resemble closely what what um, um what those people encounter, as right. well I suppose. But yeah um it's it's uh it's uh it's interesting but also very um um somber um mm-hmm. you know so I had to also be quite um bit neutral i do try to portray the stories in my book um you know and how they actually saw it and how you know they they um um, they might have experienced it but obviously Mm -hmm. i couldn't um um um, put it in a way that i i was assuming what they were thinking so i just had to do it with the with the the news and um and the interviews basically so um and many uh are it's just harrowing it's just scary and um um, and also, you know, very inspiring as well at the same time. <laughs> when you look at these crowd, these, these airline crashes, do you see like like uh, as far as the survivors, as, as far as the crashes, do you see a pattern with any of this at all? Uh, yes, I do. On on many of these plane crashes, they do happen uh, either at takeoff or mm-hmm. at landing. It was all probably only Vesna who had um um have you know been at cruising altitude when that happened. That's why she holds the Guinness World Record because it happened at the middle of the flight when the plane was high up in the sky. Um, a lot of the aircraft, uh, statistically, and this is with statistics, a lot of the aircraft um, um accidents happen during takeoff and landing, and that's the most critical um um aspect. That's why you're you're you always have your seatbelts on um um when you're a certain distance when taking off and Seatbelts on again when um, when descending and landing. It's because that a lot of the things happen there. A lot of the changes with um, um, with with um, altitude, so they adjust things with um, um, with the with the plane, with the flight path, with you know everything happens um, um, uh, mostly during that time. And the critical um, thinking of the pilots, um, they're very relaxed at cruising altitude. They put it on, on the planes on autopilot if the plane has autopilot. Um, now, many of the commercial aircraft have autopilot. But uh-huh. in the beginning, um, um, especially when you're still on the ground and you're trying to get up, 
there's a lot of technical things to do um, um, during those things to, you know, to make it, you have to just keep the plane off the ground. Right. And, and even minutes after that, you have to be at the right place. You have to write coordinates. You're making sure that you're not um, bumping into other air traffic. So all of those things, you have to make sure that your plane uh, is, is having that enough lift to come up. And then when it's right, then you adjust it again. So, yeah, so it's it's all during those times. So probably the lesson is listen to your listen to the pilot briefings. Listen to uh -huh. when you're putting the seatbelt signs on, put it on. Um, um, it's just you know that's just how aviation um, um is today. It's just for safety. Everything's about safety. Absolutely. And and I and I did mention it in the book. Um, you always always even if it's your first time or. Your, 300th time listening into you know the um, safety briefings you'll never know you'll never know if that's a flight that you're going to have some um uh you know that that will make a difference of you listening because you'll know where this are as well that contributes to the increased survivalness uh, your survivability is where you know where the exits are if you're near the exit if you right. have access to um, um to immediate exit um and yeah um and and always make sure that you're um um it's just a real real good tip um always make sure that you're out of a plane when you're inflating your inflatable life jackets sure um because you don't want to do that while you're in the inside of the plane so that sort of okay. thing <laughs> makes sense makes a lot of sense makes a lot of sense um when you look at the research that, that you've done, and how long did it take you to write the book or put the book together? Ah, uh, uh, probably from conception to publishing, probably about three months. Um, um, and it would have taken longer if I didn't have my ghostwriter uh, with me. I have some editors in place as well. So um, we made some back and forth. Um, um, you know, it's collation of, of information online. So it's... Um, um, uh, it would you wouldn't say it's very easy, but it's relatively um, um, easier when if you if I would have probably interviewed these individuals one by one and did all the writing um, um, by myself. Mm -hmm. um, but it did uh, put a lot into effort of making sure that the information is very accurate, um, especially me being a newbie author um, and just dabbling myself with um, creative writing and and and. Well, in in some sort of ways, it's a bit of like journalism because I do um, um I do put down the facts. I don't put mm -hmm. spin into the stories or anything like that. Um, but um um yeah uh um took me a while. Took me to to you know to how to publish the book as well. Um um I and mean, how to do it. How you know book promotion and everything like that. Um so. Yeah, uh, about three months. The second book was relatively shorter, I suppose, um, um, because of my experience. Um, second month, but um, for the third book, I did try. I want to improve on 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 how because uh, I'm obviously we're not going to be happy with our first book. <laughs> um, so I wasn't certain. I I I would have um, um, knowing what I know now, I would have probably done something differently. So I I did take some time to sort of okay, um, yeah, because I did publish the book last year. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the second and yeah, the second book as well. Shortly after that, um, uh, the third book is just coming out um, um, next month in September. So, um, um, and shameless plug here: it's um, it's uh, uh, the name is the day they strayed into the sands. 
So that's um, again survivors of um, um, people that were lost in the desert. Um, and my mm, second book one is uh, the day they um, swept away, and that's survivors of um, um, sea disasters. Um, yes. People were shipwrecked and um, lost at sea. So yeah, a lot of stories there too. It's a lot incredible. of stories. There. I love this. I, I love your topics. I can say that I really love your topics. It's just fascinating to me. But I agree with you though. After after reading through all that stuff. I don't think I'd be willing to fly that much. <laughs> don't be deterred, though, because, um, like I said, it's um, you'd be much more safer in a plane than in your car, um, statistically. Okay. And um, um, there's lots of millions and millions of flights every year, um, um, and and um, they are all relatively safe. And there's just that one that will probably have some engine failure and all that. <laughs> and oh, it turns out that they also survived. So you know, it's uh, you just don't know if you're you're gonna be in that situation. Um, um and all you need to do is just increase your awareness um, and, and, and increase your, and that's also what I, how I promote, what I promote in my books is how do you survive, uh, increase your probability to survive in similar circumstances. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just be making sure to be aware of all those, the flight briefings. Um, um, when they say to you the brace position, that's actually quite true. So the brace position in the plane um, 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 does protect you overall because you're protecting your um, your your basically when you're in brace position you're protecting your organs in your head, and um, um, you can lose a limb. Um, like some of the survivors in the story actually lost some of their limbs, um, oh. and 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 the um, um, but they survived um, 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 that accident. So yeah, um, so that's really important. Mm -hmm. um, I was just thinking also. You got my mind going like this thinking about all these things. Um, <laughs> I remember reading the book, uh, The Ghost of Fly 401, when that mm -hmm. L 1011 went down the Everglades and how the people survived that. Because there was one particular stewardess in there who, in the book itself, who had had a premonition about being in the dark somewhere, you know, and then wow. wet. And wow. she decided not to take the flight. And then her friend ended up on that flight. And then after the accident happened or, or, or something happened like that, where the friend survived and then called her and said, you're not going to believe this, but this just happened, blah, 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 blah. So I think it happens more often than not with, with this stuff. But like you yeah. say, airline travel safe. It, you know, it is safe. I've been to Europe a couple of times. It is safe, but it does make you think. Cause my dad was always adamant about, okay, if we're, we're going to sit somewhere, let's sit near the tail. Because the tail tends to survive the impact more, you know, watch where your exits are and all this. And I remember flying back east a few years back, and uh, we happened to go in like March or April with with the snowstorms. And as we came down on the runway, they told us to assume the position. And I happened wow. to look out the window, and you could actually see the reflection. It was so icy. Oh on wow! The you could actually see the reflection of the plane as it came down on, under the runway. Wow. And I looked at my friend and went, well, if something's going to happen, it's going to happen now. As it was, when the plane touched down, we, we slid about 30 feet sideways. Oh. Not good. That's, but I mean, it, it, and right after we good. landed, it closed the airport. We were the last flight in. Wow. So wow. Bad. That was Chicago. That's and very uh, scary. Yeah. And so it's scary. So this, this stuff does happen. It does happen out there more often than not. My dad used to tell me stories because he traveled a lot with his job, you know, about turbulence and like like, mm. like we get you know, we get on planes, we hit some turbulence, and we think, "Ew, what's that?" My dad says, "You you don't know what real turbulence is until it really really hits." 
That's yeah, right. Seen, he's been he's been on a few a few flights like that. So uh, I think survival is interesting. I, I find the whole thing interesting, and you know whether it's like a giant you know roulette wheel up there, or whatever that turns, when it's your turn to have to survive something. But I can understand it. I can understand the guilt that goes with it too. Why me and not her? Blah blah blah. You know, and how that works. Mm, mm. And and. Uh... That's like I said. The reality is that many of them actually didn't want to didn't want to survive. The guilt is there, mm-hmm. no matter what. Um, you know, um, and and we don't know. There's probably another, hundreds of stories of survivors' guilt out there, mm-hmm. um, and that's also the interesting with with um, um with with the books and, and the stories that I have is that um you you know they get, they live with this guilt throughout the years, mm-hmm. and 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 it's uh. It's a reminder for them that because um, um, sometimes they live with the guilt, but sometimes those guilt actually transforms into something better. So um, they get reminded of of, of uh, um, the you know the, the blessings that they had, um, and it's just you know the support that the uh, their families have been giving them as well. Um, and it's very interesting, like you said about those um, prim- um, you know that people have probably like premonitions going before, and, and yeah, there have been uh, around that. Um, there has been stories around, you know, how they've survived that um, they, because they had this gut feeling. And uh, you know, frankly, if you do have that gut feeling um, uh, within inside of you, it's eating you up, and sort of, I, I shouldn't be on this plane. Probably Absolutely. follow it. There's nothing that you that you know that will you you lose nothing by by following it. Probably a few Absolutely. hundred dollars of your flight, but you know, um, um, um it's. The, you have that intuition. People have intuition, gut feelings, and more often than not, they're correct. <laughs> so, um, um, whatever for whatever reason that is, probably follow it. <laughs> Women are very much more, um, uh, <laughs> um, you know, accurate with their um, um intuitions more than men, I suppose. <laughs> right, right, right. So, what's next for you? You have the, the, the new books coming out. So, so, what's the future look like? Um, so um, I'm um, so the, the next book, um, the the day they straight into the sands, coming out in September, um, in um, I'm in Kindle and and in paperback. Um, so I do plan to publish more um, um, survival stories um, this time. So I'm going to um, I don't have a set um, 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 sort of dates as to when the other books might be, but I do want to uh, collect stories about um, animal attacks, um, some um, like I've said, some like a fire or volcanic. Uh, um, um, survivors mm-hmm. um there's very interesting stories around there as well um i could probably make a book um around just that those individuals mm-hmm. um i could also make a book uh with regards to um collections as well because um um so far um um uh these books um are, are quite successful in kindle and a lot of people are reading through to it as well and mm-hmm. um ultimately just better um um just getting better with my craft of writing um, and storytelling, uh, basically, without putting too much, um, 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 you know, uh, it's it's creative nonfiction. So I do make sure that the storytelling is really good. And I, I am um, practicing my craft around that as well. Um, so uh, probably another book at the end of the year, a fourth mm-hmm. book. Um, but um, uh, uh, I'll... Uh, I'll put it out there to my audience, I suppose, and and um, yeah, um, and and probably publish more and more because there's there's lots and lots of survivor stories. I just when I dabble more into this, there's there's hundreds, 
um, really that are worthy of their own, you know, um, um, uh, you know, creative piece. And right. it's, it's giving justice to those um, um, survivors as well and making their story known, um, you know, and, and putting it in an inspiring way that, mm -hmm. you know, the others can, can if, you know, if they survive, um, you can survive too. Absolutely, absolutely. How can people find you? Um, so I'm on, I'm on Facebook. Um, my um, social account is um, Oli M Cass, or you can just type in the Facebook Oliver Martin Cass. Um, that's just my main platform at the moment. Um, sure. um, and 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 I just post now and then. Um, and um, you can um, receive updates from me as well. I do have uh, if you buy my purchase my book, I do have um, a, 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 a QR code uh, so that you can access some free material as well and join in on my mailing list. Um, and I do um, um, have um, I do put out free freebies as well. So if you join in my mailing list, um, you will most likely have access a uh, free access to my future books and my current books. So um, yeah. Um, I'll be interested to have you on um, my fan base. Fantastic. All right, sir. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'd love to have you on later on when, you know, when the other book comes out. It'd be great. Absolutely, Charlotte. Thank you so okay. much. And um, thank you for um, letting me be on your show, California Hunts. Thank All right. You. Well, thank you, sir. You have a great rest of your day. You too, Charlotte. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, Man, my allergies are hell, I'll tell you. My eyes are burning like crazy. Anyway, that was a great interview. I'm fascinated by stories of survival like that. Absolutely fascinated. All right, tomorrow, our old friend Lyle Blackburn is back with us at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. <clears throat> He's going to be talking about, well, monsters, okay, especially one in particular. I'm not going to give it away, but he'll be with us to talk tomorrow. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for coming today. I really appreciate it. And uh, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, Share it with five of your enemies. We are equal opportunity here. We're just trying to spread the word about our show. So uh, the, 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 the more you get that word out, the more we can see. All right. Anyway, I want to thank you all. And again, I will see you tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. And have a great rest of your evening. Bye. Mm -hmm.